Hi, uh, my name is Emmanuel Nawaji, and thank you so much for uh, taking some of your time to spend a few moments. My goal is not to keep you that long on my page, but to uh, just spend about 10 to 15 minutes together and reflect on, on, on who we are as, as, as believers, as, as children of God. My mission is to help you lead influence and live at your best as a follower of Jesus Christ. And today I'll be talking about three ways that can help you influence the world around you as, as a Christian. So I, I, I would like to make sure first that you can, you can hear me. And if you can't hear me, just let me know. Let me know. Go to my uh, inbox and uh, uh, not, not inbox, but the comment box. Leave a message there in case you can't hear me. I don't see anybody so far yet uh, watching at this point. But uh, once you jump in and you join this uh, live show, uh, make sure that you can hear and you can see me. And if you don't, just put a comment in the comment box uh, down there. I'm talking about three ways that can help you influence the world around you. And today we'll be looking about uh, three things, and I'm going to uh, begin talking about those right now. So looking at uh, number one, it's a vision. Number two, values. And number three, valiance. These three words, beginning with the letter V, for me, they are what we need, what we need to be able to influence, what we need to be able to influence as Christians, as, as the church. So every time, even in a church, when you are not clear about your vision, you are not clear about the values that you need to embrace to lead you or move you to the goals that you want to accomplish in life, in life when you are not clear about uh, about the kind of uh, procedure that you, or strategy that you need to put in place. And, and if you're not even willing to take risks, be fearless to achieve your goals. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be very challenging for you. And it may be just the two of you in a relationship. It may be, it may be for you as a church or as a small group, even as a denomination, like in the case of the United Methodist Church, we, we struggle, we, we, we have the vision, it's clearly stated, and then we, we also have values. But, but when you fail to agree on the kind of values that you need to put in place so that you can achieve your vision, accomplish your vision, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be even challenging to get to a point where you can be valiant, when you can, where you can be fearless. So what I'm going to share with you is what I've learned in Scripture. So I'm going to begin with vision. You know, there's a Scripture, I'm talking about Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, where there is no prophetic. You know, do you hear this? Prophetic, prophetic. The, the prophetic concept uh, always has to do with the future. 
it always has to do with God being the center of whatever you want to achieve. It has to do with where you want to end up in life. Next week, next year, in the next 10 years, in the next 20 years, in the next 50 years. You know what? There is no prophetic vision that people, I, 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 I think I forgot this word here. The people cast off restraint, but blessed, blessed is who keeps the law. You see? So there's that prophetic vision. And for you to even have that prophetic vision, meaning a vision that will bring about change, that will bring about transformation, that will bring about renewal, revitalization. That will bring about reconciliation. That will bring about, you know, so many, so many things that you want to see happen in your life, in the lives of the people around you, in the environment in which you live. So I'm going to begin with, uh, uh, first, let's go back to vision. You know, when, when you think about vision, the picture that I have in mind is that of Abraham. When you look at uh, when you look at Abraham, what what you see or what you come across is uh, based on Genesis, uh, actually beginning with Genesis twelve, going to Genesis chapter fifteen. You're talking about Abraham here, and Abraham is is a guy that God would give him a vision, and this vision is that. It is grounded in, in, in the kind of person that God wants Abraham to be. And which, you know, that foundation is what we call a mission. This is the reason why you are who you are today. A mission is, is something that, that helps you. It's something that defines uh, why. You are who you are today. And this not only applies to individual people, but it also applies to organizations. It applies to the church. So the church, you need to be clear about your calling. You need to be clear about your, your mission. You can't have a vision without the mission. In the case of Abraham, God is going to say these words to Abraham. God is going to say that uh, through you, through you, all nations will be blessed. You see, so this is who Abraham is. And this is who God wants Abraham to be. And this is a mission. But you know, then Abraham has a goal. A goal, a vision in life. That God will make a, 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 a large nation, many descendants will come out of Abraham. And when God is talking to Abraham about blessing all the other nations through this guy, he's talking about Muslims, he's talking about Jews, he's talking about Christians. We all claim our heritage. We, we, we claim our heritage through Abraham. Abraham is our father. Father of all believers. And, you know, so now they have a, th th there's a vision. 
a vision that that 400 years later people or descendants of Abraham will be slaves in a foreign country and you know that country this is Egypt they are in Egypt but you know God had already promised Abraham that when they will be slaves and for 400 years they're gonna come out victorious and they will come to inherit this land so you're, talk, you're talking about from Egypt going to the promised land you see so here is a vision that's a vision but you know for, for, for the people of Israel to move from Egypt to the promised land when you read Exodus chapter 3 you know, God reveals himself to Moses and says, okay, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go so that they can come to this mountain to do what? Not to eat pizza, not to have a barbecue, not to have a potluck or drink coffee, Starbucks coffee, like in my case, but to, to worship God. You know, so the idea of a mountain comes up. Why? For worship. Because worship is so important to make us be a nation that God wants us to be. Be the kind of people God wants us to be. So now, when you read Exodus and you read Leviticus, as well as uh, Deuteronomy here, so what, what happens here? is God is giving all of this law, the word of God, to help people get a different set of values. Because for them to embrace the vision that God had given to Abraham, that they would come back to this land and inherit this land, they had first to be transformed. And transformation means that you choose to embrace a different kind of set of values to be who God wants you to be. And as I told you, this applies to the church, it applies to individuals. So, you know, values are important because you can't be transformed if you are not working on your own values. As an individual, or as a, as a couple, or as a church, as an organization, you need to work on that and agree on the same kind of values. Values are important. And we, we, uh, the book of Exodus, the book of Leviticus and Deuteronomy, they, they give us the kind of values that we need. This is where we get even the Ten Commandments. They help us learn and embrace a new lifestyle which empowers you to love your neighbor, to forgive, to embrace and be welcoming, be generous with the neighbor, the stranger. These are the kind of values that we need for us to be able to accomplish the vision, the vision that God has for you, the mission God has for you, and the vision that you have for yourself. So I'm going to conclude now with Valiance. This is a, a big word for some of us. But what it means is that you have to be fearless. You have to be courageous. And when you go to the Bible, 
at the end of the book of Deuteronomy, God is going to call Joshua to replace Moses because Moses is now, has, I mean, he's deceased. Now Joshua has to lead the people of Israel into the promised land. And now God is speaking to Joshua. So you're going to read the book of Joshua and read specifically chapter one. God is saying to Joshua, do not be afraid. Be courageous. Be fearless. Be strong, because I'm going to walk with you. And you see, for you to be able to influence, number one, you need to be clear about your vision. You need to be clear about your values, the kind of values that you need for your own life. And you need to be fearless, courageous, and strong. So these are three things that can help you influence the world around you. When you have a vision, you will have clear values. You will know what kind of values that you need and what kind of values you don't need. And you're going to be able to inspire, not only to be courageous and strong, but you'll be able to inspire others. Friends, that's pretty much what I had to share share with you today. And uh, so I'm going to close now saying these words that, you know, God is with you and you are a leader because you believe in Jesus Christ. You are a witness of the power of God, the transforming, healing, and reviving power of God through the Holy Spirit. So you believe it, you confess it. Every morning when you wake up, Tell yourself that I am a leader. God has called me today to serve God and serve the people, to influence my people, my neighborhood, my community, and my environment. This is who you are. So thank you again. And before you go, I'm going to ask you to, if you haven't really subscribed to my YouTube channel, go to uh, uh, youtube.com and forward slash e you find me there subscribe and share this video and there you're gonna find similar videos like this one here so thank you and god bless you